you're in the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. So Chris O'Brien is off on a Grand Canyon run, apparently. I am kind of afraid of heights, so I don't take Grand Canyon runs. But someday I might try it. You know, I'll take some kind of antidepressant or anti-anxiety pill and see if it works. Alejandro Rojas of Open Minds and the International UFO Conference is here. Yes, I am. With a freshly brewed cup of coffee. Freshly brewed. Approved uh, Keurig here, and uh, I can confirm that that is correct. I am on the call. Okay, and we also confirm on a landline, the one, the only, Walter Bosley. Now, Walter, we hope, would connect from his Skype account, but Skype doesn't like Walter. It has its moments. We have a hot and cold relationship, Skype and I. But, you know, I'm the guy that writes about, you know, the breakaways from 100 years ago in the old days, so it's fitting that I'm on a landline. (laughs) And you're using an original Alexander Graham Bell phone now. (laughs) Yes, yes, I am. And I record these shows on a wax cylinder. Somebody's going to have to explain that. I, I, I guess I could look it up online. It's more fun if you know if somebody explains it. But um, I've never really read technically how that works, and I find it interesting. So I'm going to have to bone up on uh, wax cylinder recordings because they're just so so cool. But back to Skype. As I was telling you earlier, it, the issue that I have is it'll work great for seemingly the longest time. Like uh, I, my last run was a little over a year. It worked fine for me. And then suddenly it will not ever work. And it'll do that to me for however long. And then it'll start working again. And that's even when I'm updating and people are guiding through. It's just, it's this weird thing. That's been my experience with it. One of the things Skype did recently was to come out with a Skype 8 for the Mac. It's a completely different interface, but rather than give you the choice of accepting it, they just mm-hmm. threw it at you. Oh, that's not good. No, that's not cool. And there are things I cannot do with Skype 8 that I could do with Skype 7. So, for example, you're using a landline phone. Alejandro's using mm-hmm. a regular Skype connection. Now, normally I could originate the phone conversation either way, then add somebody to a group. Right. But when I originate it from a landline phone or any phone connection, and it uses a special dial pad, for some reason it won't let me add a Skype caller. I have to do the reverse. I add the Skype caller first, and then the landline phone. That's weird. Luckily, you know, I didn't upgrade. And it was because you warned me because I was on the show, uh, I think the same day the upgrade happened and you guys said, don't upgrade. So I didn't. So I'm still on seven, luckily. You can get seven if you do a Google search for it. Mm. On the Windows platform, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm on a Mac. So, yeah. So And, and of course, I just like you guys, I use it for my podcast and everything. So I live and die by it and I don't want to lose any functionality. So, so yeah, luckily I'm still on seven until I, I get the okay from you because I know you're a tech guru. I'm going to stick with seven. You will be glad to know, though, um, that I'm coming really into the uh, 21st century uh, because, let's see, last year I got a tablet and this year I got for Christmas, I got a n- new set of headphones. I got a Roku stick. 
Mm. Um, I even got an electric toothbrush, a new electric toothbrush, and because uh, my old one was dying. And um, I just the other day got my first iPhone. Yes, indeed. I've joined the ranks wow. of people with... Uh, I've never had a smartphone until just a couple of days ago. Well, I am, when are you giving up the tube radio? <laughs> never. You know, no, up actually, until a few I, years I, ago, before <laughs> my finances hit the skids, I had... A very or a modestly elaborate audio system with a huh? tube preamplifier, all tubes. Oh wow! All right. Oh wow! This yeah. is like 2005 or 2006, and I was helping out a relative, and he needed the money yesterday. So I decided, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not really listening to this anymore. I'm just watching TV or I'm, I'm working on my Mac. So I sold everything for several thousand dollars and raise the money. Of course, I never got paid back, so that's a sticking point. I, I had this beautiful set of what they call ribbon loudspeakers, like six feet high and piano black, flat panel speakers, oh, right? And these this humongous oh. amplifier with like 400 watts a channel, you know? You don't want to hear about my electric bill. Yeah, the, the old days. Oh, God, yeah, I would imagine. I would imagine. Well, I don't have a tube radio, but what I do have is one of those delightfully corny, um, it's an Emerson product. It's a radio CD player that's in, you know, like a, a 1920s style wood type of uh, box looking thing so that it looks like an old time radio. In fact, I've used it in my films, you know, and, and other little projects where you put in like an old radio show, The Shadow or something. You know, and 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 you, it it just looks like you're in the twenties, you know, listening to, or the thirties or whatever, listening to the shadow on your old timey radio. But um, of course, it's modern technology. It's not quite like a tube radio. We're going to get off the technology in one second here. I just want to mention one other company here. It's called Crosley. And it's an old line name, oh, yes. but they make mm-hmm. combo players, record player, retro stuff. Great. Really retro, yeah. like they have here the Musician Entertainment Center with Bluetooth. And you look at it, it's from yeah. the 1940s. But it has the CD yeah. player, okay. it has the record player, it has the AM, FM radio. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, I might have mentioned it when we've talked retro tech in the past, but in case I didn't, the first time I remember our family getting a new TV, I was six years old six or seven years old and we got one of those magnavox console jobs you remember those they're in the alejandro probably doesn't but um <laughs> yeah because i fixed when we got one but um it had the it had the picture tube was round on the sides you know kind of flattened on the tops and it was a green glass i remember that and it was still curved and on one side you had a radio on the other side you had the turntable remember those Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Our first TV was, I think, a Sylvania or an RCA. It was a 21-inch TV. Uh-huh. And we got our first TV kind of late in the game. So when I was a kid, I'd go to my uncle's house to watch my favorite shows, to watch something like Captain Video and his Video Rangers on the old DuPont TV network. And the sad thing about those TV shows, they were done live, but nobody made a recording or a film or a kinescope, which is making a film off the TV screen. Nobody did that. So there are very, very few 
of those original episodes available anymore. Maybe two or three I saw. But this went on for several years. Every day was like a TV science fiction serial show. Nothing right, left right. of it. Nothing was retained. Oh, Jack. man. They did, well, they uh, were, were smart enough in the following decade to, uh, I think they uh, kept everything um, in the 60s, you know, in the 70s and afterwards, of course. But, uh, yeah, yeah they, they, didn't, they did not anticipate the nostalgia market back then, I guess. So. Yeah, sorry, guys. I, I no, haven't... I think- TVs. <laughs> yeah, I haven't had much to add because this this is all way before my time. I'm happy to say, uh, and I'm like, yeah. you know, I always have, especially because I need to be compact. I always have the latest and greatest because luckily get, things get smaller and smaller and smaller. So, mm-hmm. which is wonderful. So I've got, yeah, I've been on the iPhone forever. I've got my little Macs. Um, uh, even TV, you know, uh, it's all streaming. So, yeah. (laughs) Let's do our break. We've got Walter Bosley, who's been there and done that. We have Alejandro Rojas is still getting there. And Gene Steinberg, you're in the Paracast. We also have swag. You know, we have all these exclusive Paracast things that you can buy We've got like, I guess, 60 or so different items and entails T-shirts, sleeves for notebook computers, iPad cases, mouse pads, the Paracast Jumbo tote bag, all sorts of T-shirts and jackets and stuff like that for men and women. We have a Paracast aluminum water bottle. All this stuff, you go to store.theparacast.com, store.theparacast.com. What makes it special is that the items are the best quality, you know, great T-shirts, fabrics, and they have our official logo on them. That's what makes them special in multiple sizes and colors. We even have stuff for children, stuff for women, stuff for men. We have all sorts of sizes, like small up to X large. A lot of good stuff. That's the swag from the Paracast. You go to store.theparacast.com, stop by, and take a shopping tour. Hi, Peter Vaccaro for ParanormalDate.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up for free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. People who are interested in the strange, the unusual, mysteries, ghosts, UFOs, and the afterlife, and so much more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you, people seeking a viable alternative to the other dating services. You can join for free by going to ParanormalDate.com, and if you decide you like it and want to connect with people, use the code GEORGE for a substantial discount. Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com, says so many people hunger to share their experiences about the paranormal, the unexplainable, or the afterlife, and so much more, and this is the source for them to meet and share that common interest. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com, ParanormalDate.com. And use the code GEORGE if you decide to connect with someone you like. Hear that? 
That's the sound of a house being trashed while a gang of thieves ransack the place. And what they don't steal will be destroyed. This year, resolve not to be the next victim of a break-in. Go to faketv.com and discover a device that creates the illusion someone inside is watching TV, even when you're miles away. Security is a mindset, and fake TV should be part of your security solution. Be vigilant, but not fearful. faketv.com Extendivite is more than just a heart tonic. Do you have any of these symptoms? Night cramps in the hands and feet. Your arms and legs often go to sleep. On short walks, do your legs get aches and pains? Is your memory worse than it used to be? Ankles that swell late in the day? Has your blood pressure increased lately? If you answered yes to even one of these questions, you may have early warning signs of arterial blockages. Your body is saying that it is time to take Extendivite. These are not the normal signs of aging. They are the warning signs that accompany blocked arteries. Get your Extendivite today. Extendivite is available in capsule or liquid form for just $69.95 for a two-month supply. To get started, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with the answer to being in control of your own health care is freedom from insurance. Become part of a group of self-pay patients that come together to share in each other's medical expenses. Individual share amounts begin at $107 a month and $347 for families. Choose from three health sharing programs. Holistic treatments may be eligible for sharing. See guidelines. Discount programs available for dental, vision, and pharmacy. Go to libertyoncall.org. That's libertyoncall.org. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. Enough of the retro technology. But I guess, you know, we can think here, if we have the opportunity, guys, to get exposed to alien technology and try to reverse engineer it, would yeah. we see any evidence of anything or would it be so far beyond us it would be magic to us? This last conversation makes me think, I wonder if they do come here, they see our technology, and then they begin to market it to their people because of a nostalgia thing. Look at this old human technology. Look at these cute little devices and, and you know, it becomes a, a whole industry out there. Yes, the Ferengi are selling it. Right. <laughs> no, that's, uh, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I do think it depends because it depends on the level of their civilization. You know where I'm coming from. I don't think that every ET that we encounter out there is going to be some ultra-advanced 1,000, 10,000, or 20,000 years ahead of us, and they're oh so moral. I, I think what we're going to encounter are all sorts of different levels of civilizations. We're all sorts of different levels of morality and ethics. Um, so I, I think it depends. I, there, there's probably a civilization out there that's, you know, or more than one, that's very close to us that might just be just a little ahead of us and able to get here, so to speak. So in my opinion, it depends on who you're dealing with. Yeah, you know, there are so many scenarios out there. And, and of course, I'm sure you're both big sci-fi fans, just like I, I am. And, you know, I always think about 
it could be, for example, maybe there are many civilizations, uh, kind of to your point, that are at a certain level and they are aware of each other and maybe even observing us, but we aren't at a level where we can detect them. But then there are others that are not so far beyond us that we would be able to understand their technology if we were able to retrieve it. Um, I, you know, I've heard of people with this idea that perhaps some of the probes or, or some things that we may be observing are not really maybe thousands of years ahead of us, but maybe hundreds or even maybe dozens, uh, because we're already talking about sending these little solar devices to Alpha Centauri to mm-hmm. go observe. So it's possible, you know, there could be technologies that are not necessarily that advanced uh, beyond our own that uh, we could one day get a hold of. Well, you see, we also look at advanced technology like Star Trek. Okay. Mm -hmm. But we've already brought to bear things like a communicator, our iPhone, which is also does the remote computing system that keeps tabs Mm -hmm. on things. Yeah. Right. And 20 years ago, even as much as 20 years ago, the iPhone would have been like, what the heck? I mean, this is extraordinary if we would have found one of those, you know, 20 years ago. Right, but I'm saying here that Star Trek technology goes back to the 60s in terms of of our vision of the 23rd century, okay? And you look at that Mm -hmm. stuff, and you think a lot of that we've kind of already done or are starting to do. Scientists are looking into the possibilities of warp drive or matter transporters and such. And, you know, they may in the 23rd century do things we can't even dream of. On the other hand, when you look at the Star Wars movies... You notice one thing, one flaw you see in the Star Wars universe, and that is nobody ever invents anything. They're just redoing these planet destroyers. All their technology (laughs) seems to be a constant that has always existed, and there's no mad scientist somewhere in a little room coming out with something new. Well, that's the writers and ours. (laughs) Yeah, of course. But a lot of the the fan fiction based around all of that stuff or some of the backstories include that sort of thing. There are these corporations that develop this and that. For example, Boba Fett with Star Wars. He's from a culture where they create a lot of the spaceships that uh, are used in the Star Wars universe. And, you know, they're warriors, so they build war machines and stuff. So they do have backstories of these ideas of the technology being developed. But what's fun about that is that, you know, they also have these stories of like the Millennium Falcon or something like that, which are like ancient technologies. So this is like an ancient spaceship that they're able to brush off and get working again. But it's still because, you know, it's so far in the future and you're dealing with these large amounts of time. The technology is not that outclassed, uh, even though it's it's something that's very old. It's kind of a fun concept. It could be, too, that in their world they have this military-industrial complex that just wants to keep everybody down, <laughs> you know, and buying only their technology. But yeah. um, that's cool that the, uh, you know, the fan writers have have thought of that because, you know, in our world, or in reality, you always have somebody, you know, working working on something new. But then again, consider that, look how many years... We've been using the combustion engine. Now, of course, it has greatly advanced 
since the days of, you know, the pre before the Model T days and, and what you have now, you know, your top racing engine, but still it's the same basic technology. And I think that's what's going to happen, you know, with us, you know, in the future and particularly the space technology there, once they hit on the thing that, you know, you can get from here to Mars in a couple of days or, or whatever, you know, once they hit on something, we're going to be using that for a long time just because the smart thing to do is to bring commerce into it because if somebody's making money, it'll happen. And, you know, if that works, why replace it? You know, let's squeeze as much money out of this as we can for the next five centuries. I really think that the history of the combustion engine and us with automobiles is kind of a precursor to how it's going to be with um spacecraft really so the improvements mm -hmm. will not be the fundamental technology warp drive or whatever it's going to be around the edges so the basic technology of the internal combustion engine or diesel engine they go back decades what we see now is just working around the edges to make them cleaner more efficient and add yeah, yeah, infotainment and junk yeah, and to keep people driving the things and to keep, you know, it keeps industry going. You know, it, in other words, it works well enough so people are happy with it. Right now, people are happy with getting in their cars and, and driving, you know, from San Diego to L.A. or driving into work every day. and Or people in, you know, uh, eastern cities, uh, you know, with the trains and stuff like that. If it works well enough the masses tend to say, oh, okay, that's good enough. So when the day comes that, you know, the average person is going to be dealing with space travel, um, I'm not saying it's going to be rockets, but what I'm saying is whatever they hit on, that is the economic viable, we can use this every day and make our money providing this service, blah, 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 whatever. I think whatever they hit on, yeah, I think we'll use that, whatever it is, for quite a while. Because if it works, you know, that's what they'll use. Well, and that's kind of where we are right now, which is interesting. I mean, we had the Apollo program, and then we moved on to the shuttle, which in some ways was, was not too terribly more advanced. And then now we're going back. I mean, they literally had to brush off some of that technology from the Apollo program and relearn how to do some of those things when they started the Orion project to go to Mars, because now we need big rockets again to push these capsules into space. So it's an example of that. Let's do our break. We'll continue with this. Mm -hmm. More with Gene, Alejandro, and Walter. You're in The Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and slingbows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of slingbow. A new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. I'm here to tell you about GCNTelecare.com, a team of board-certified doctors assisting you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 
365 days a year. Within 15 minutes of registration, care your family can afford. Revolutionizing the healthcare industry, virtual consulting providing diagnosis of non-emergency medical issues by phone or secure video on computer or smart mobile devices. GCNTelecare.com. Virtual care anywhere. Are you happy washing your hands with harsh chemicals? Are you happy doing laundry with detergents? Are you happy paying high prices? Find your happiness with Pure Soap. These all-natural, earth-friendly Pure Soaps are the very best you've ever used. Buy in bulk. Get a 12, 36, or 48-month supply. Or get items individually and still save big. You're getting soap products twice as good as what you're using now. Earth-friendly and natural soaps. Your family deserves the best. Happiness is 5starsoap.com. Why not put your money up the drain for a change? See them at 5starsoap.com or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog. Cal Bend Soap Company can save you thousands of dollars and give you good old-fashioned real soaps that are triple concentrated. Soaps made from vegetable and coconut oils. See their full selection of soaps at 5starsoap.com. That's F-I-V-E starsoap.com. Or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog. Hello? Congratulations. For what? For losing all that weight. How'd you do it so fast? ASAP. ASAP what? What's that mean? Are you ready to get as skinny as possible, as soon as possible, as simple as possible, and as sexy as possible? I'm listening. Then get with the ASAP program. It's real and it works. No smooth talk, no slick advertising, and no exaggerated claims of success. I've got to know more. Welcome to ASAP, as slim as possible. Whether you have 10, 20, or 50 pounds to lose, ASAP is your weight loss answer. ASAP targets the abnormal fat reserves and makes them available to be burned as fuel and contains no caffeine or hormones. Order ASAP at wholesale prices or join the team to share the business with others. Go to GCNteam.com or call 855-GCN-MALL. That's 855-426-6255. GCNteam.com or 855-426-6255. Lose weight and look great with ASAP as slim as possible. People search the internet for everything, including you. With a few clicks, information from your past can be quickly discovered. From business deals gone wrong, to misleading reviews, negative articles, and unflattering images. Studies show 78% of people search for someone online before doing business with them. Will they find the real you? With ReputationDefender.com, you can establish a positive internet presence. ReputationDefender.com pioneered the field with over a decade of experience, serving thousands of successful individuals and businesses. We use patented, award-winning systems to boost positive content and suppress negative material. Don't let the internet define you. Take control of your reputation today with ReputationDefender.com. For your quick, free reputation analysis, call 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771, 800-831-0771, or visit reputationdefender.com. Hi, it's Grant Cameron from presidentialufo.com. You're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. So we have to basically relearn what we learned in 1969 and figure out how to do it again, except at a cost of a million times more money. Uh, well, rockets. Uh. well, you 
perhaps could argue that when it comes to NASA, but not when it comes to the commercial uh, or private space. And, and that's what's exciting about private space industry is that uh, and why people didn't think it would be possible that the numbers are astronomical compared to the profit that could be made. But Elon Musk and others have been proving that, you know, they can do it economically. And that's what sparked up this whole industry. And now many people in the space that I've talked to in the industry uh, talk about how this is really a race for Elon to be the first guy to shuttle people back and forth and to corner the market there. And, and kind of to your point earlier, it, it's not so much continuing developing a technology. It's developing a technology that is cheap can ferret people back and forth and that's what they'll stick with and they'll ferret and make a bunch of money sending people back and forth for uh, space tourism but also for mining and all of these other things that the people want to do and i'm gonna bring it up i'm gonna bring it up because um it's what popped into my head on the subject of what i'm gonna bring up one of the best ways <laughs> Personally, I think that it's it, that we can force it to happen is when we do exactly what Alejandro is saying that Elon and them want to do, Elon Musk and them want to do, and that's get the common person with access to space. That's how we're going to get this disclosure that everybody wants, because once we, you know, you, me, and Gene and, and the listeners, you know, can buy a ticket and go up in space, whatever and whoever's up there, we now potentially have direct access to, and they can't hide that crap from us. You know, at that point, uh, on a, the other hand, they might try to limit what access these private guys give because of that. But that's another issue entirely. But um, that's why it's so important for these guys to be doing this, because that's what we need to answer our questions about what and who's out there is we, we just got to quit trying to go through official sources or one or two people, you know, we, we've all got to be able to get up there ourselves and see for ourselves. And again, that's why it's so important that these private guys do this, I think. Well, I'm wondering here also with this latest stuff about the quote unquote secret Pentagon UFO study where it was outsourced to Robert uh -huh. Bigelow and uh -huh. People are looking at it now like it's some real special thing, and I have my doubts. It's already starting to kind of fade after the initial mm -hmm. excitement. Now, you have an intelligence background, so we're looking at this guy, Alessandro, as some kind of whistleblower. Yeah. What's your feeling? Okay. I know I grumble out there. I make jokes. I make comments. But here, here's really the serious issue that I have with this is I don't have a conceptual problem with, let's say this is some plan for disclosing to the public, you know, that they know and are encountering ETs and stuff. The, the problem I'm having with it is how it's being done. Now, Elizondo, I sincerely doubt he's going to lie about, you know, having worked for the agency and, you know, the, the problem is... And I just watched one of the um, appearances he did on a, a new show um, that was linked in, a, in another form somewhere. Somebody sent it to me. And I, it just with, from coming from my perspective, my professional perspective, the, the problem I have is even the extent with which he's talking about what they supposedly, allegedly did in this, this program. It seems like, to me, He's saying more than a secrecy agreement would allow 
So therefore, that's why why I have the impression that there's some type of perception management thing going on. And that even though he's no longer staff agency, he could be contract agency, uh, kind of a discreet um, undercover contract, see. Uh, that, that's how that would work, is, you know, he, he does his 20 or 30 whatever years he did as a staffer, and then he goes contract. That happens a lot in the CIA, okay? So that's the issue I'm having as an intelligence guy, okay? So, yeah, that's probably a cynical view to a lot of people, but that's really, you know, going back to what I said initially it's how this is being done that raises the red flags for me. To what purpose? To what purpose what? A perception management thing? Well, the perception management, where are we trying to move the perception? Just continue the meme that E.T. is here and now we have more evidence about it or what? Yeah, it, 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 well, it, a, a couple of things, okay? And there's a spectrum, you know, and there's, of course, the extreme end of the spectrum. But on the non-extreme end of the spectrum, it could be that they just want to trickle out the disclosure, so to speak. So, yeah, they want to control how much of the real info is getting out there. So, so they'll do it in these little ways. And they just kind of want to do the soft approach because you know, without beating a dead horse, going back to that old thing about the Brookings, blah, 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 that'll freak people out. Yeah, it probably will freak um, some people out, you know, a lot of people out, not everyone. Um, So, you know, it it could be they just want to trickle it out. Um, The extreme end, um, people would point to the, the alleged, you know, deathbed confession of Werner von Braun type of thing, where it's all just a big, um, they're going to use the whole alien meme um, as a big military-industrial complex ruse to do all this New World Order stuff, you know, whatever your favorite uh, meme on that is. But that, that's the other extreme, that it could be that they're just using the, they want to use the alien threat um, idea to uh, get everybody to buy off on uh, how they want to govern the world and, and whatever, I, you know. I'm not, I'm not the originator of that idea by any means. But um, it, it, it's I'm saying there's a spectrum, I think, of what the possibilities are as to what they would be doing and why with a perception management issue. I, I would say more realistically that if that's what they're doing as far as disclosing ETs and what they know, then right now I say they're doing the trickle um, they're trying to do the, 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 the trickle strategy where they're just going to piecemeal it. But still, I think, to me, from my point of view, they're doing it very awkwardly, if that's what they're doing. Well, we're also assuming there's a long-range plan here that maybe has existed for quite a while? Possibly, sure. That's very possible. It all depends on how long they've known about these guys, um, you know. That's the thing. It, it all depends on how long, and we differ, uh, you know, between us, um, you know, a bunch of people in how long we think they've known. You know, I say this long, the you say that long, other people say, you know, it just, and that's personal opinion. But, um, yeah, I, I would say there's been some type of plan. I, I don't think that a lot of people, here's my problem with the, these articles. 
there's a lot of people out there that are getting the impression that um, the government didn't start looking at UFOs until the year this particular program started, I think like 2005 or something. Right. And, they, and I've talked with people that are kind of new to the UFO thing, and they think, you know, oh, wow, they're finally looking at it. And, you know, all of us who are, you know, over 30 years old, <laughs> you know, uh, we know that they've been looking at it for, for decades. That part was nothing new. I think it was misleading um, the way it was put out there, or people were misled thinking that it was just, you know, 2005 that they started looking at this. Um, so... I think that's a good point. That's point. a point I've been trying to make uh, with this whole thing is a couple big points. And, and one of them is that, that not only is this not the first time that they've been investigating for years, but also they've claimed that when they stopped their investigations in 1969, they haven't done anything since or had an interest. And now this shows that that was false, that we were not being told the truth. Let's break it here and continue with that. We've got Walter, Alejandro, and Gene. You're in The Paragast. You are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Hear that? That's the sound of a house being trashed while a gang of thieves ransack the place. And what they don't steal will be destroyed. This year, resolve not to be the next victim of a break-in. Go to faketv.com and discover a device that creates the illusion someone inside is watching TV, even when you're miles away. Security is a mindset, and fake TV should be part of your security solution. Be vigilant, but not fearful. Faketv.com. It's a no-brainer. A Big Berkey water filter is the one you need, period. You need a water filter that removes chlorine, fluoride, pharmaceuticals, BPA, and other endocrine disruptors, pesticides, bacteria, viruses, and much more, right? And does it all at only two cents per gallon. Get the original and most trusted name in gravity water filtration, Big Berkey. And now GCN listeners receive 5% off ceramic filter systems using code GCN. Call or click 1-877-99-BERKEY or BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. That's 1-877-99-BERKEY. If you're talking, they will hear you Why are we getting killed like this? Kyle's not here. Got caught drinking beer in the park a couple of nights ago. Really? Yeah. Zero tolerance. He's out for the season. Harsh. Hey, he knew not to drink. We've made that clear to all of our kids, right? Uh, no, not really. Bill, if we don't tell them what we expect and why they shouldn't drink, how are they going to know? Talk. They hear you. Hear you. 
You can do it if you try. Warning. If you're drowning in debt you can't afford, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to pay it all back because you don't. What the credit card companies don't want you to know is that there's actually a way to get debt-free without paying off your entire debt or going bankrupt. If you have $5,000 or more in credit card debt, you now have the right to let us settle that debt for a fraction of what you owe. For free information, call Credit Associates now. 1-800-959-5759. We'll even show you how much money you could save. If you can't afford to pay off all your debt, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to. Call Credit Associates now for free information on how to get debt-free faster than you ever thought possible without debt consolidation or bankruptcy. We depend on your success and offer a guarantee so there's no risk. For free information, call now. 1-800-959-5759. That's 1-800-959-5759. 1-800-959-5759. This is Dan Pilla. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. Clark, author of the UFO Encyclopedia and other books. You're listening to the Paracast. Okay, so Alejandro was starting this riff about the impression that people might have that finally the government is investigating UFOs with this $22 million program, which is like, you know, the government spending the equivalent of one eighth of one cent compared to their budget. And not really making such a deal of the fact that we had in the 40s, 50s, and 60s the various projects ending with Project Blue Book, that it was shut down in 1969, that they claimed at that point that that was the end of it. But obviously it wasn't, Alejandro, right? Right, right. Luckily, Space.com did a story just like a couple days ago, and they included my quotes on that. So he included that point. Um, so luckily, he felt it was uh, Leonard David, who was a writer, felt it was a valid point and uh, included that. And that was a, a great point. And here's some new information that uh, I haven't even let out yet, but uh, I will for the first time on the show. I luckily have been in regular contact in the last, uh, especially in the last couple of days with Lou Elizondo because he was supposed to come and speak at our conference and he's very excited to do it. However, he's got medical procedure around that same time and it turned out he's not going to be able to be physically present, but we'll be doing an interview uh, that will be presenting at the conference. That that's what will be on Saturday with him. And here's his motivation. And, and this speaks to what we're saying. He really wants to field everyone's questions, especially in the UFO arena, because he really wants to be open and above board. And he says he was inspired to come out because of all of these people who put their credibility and their on the line to talk about this stuff. And and he was encouraged by that. 
So that's one of the points that he wants to make. And he also wants to be very open with people. But I get this sense. And he says, you know, he really did have to give up his career, uh, sacrifice, you know, put on the line his reputation. But he felt so strongly that this information needed to be out that he did so. At the same time, he uh, is not going to, nor does he want to. He's a patriot. He doesn't want to break any laws or or say anything he's not supposed to say. But I do get the impression, I don't get the impression whatsoever that he's lying. I think over time, you'll be able to have him on your show. We'll all have a lot more access to him. Um, and for any of the audience members who want to ask him questions, you can email them to me because we're going to do this interview in the next couple of weeks. And so I'm going to collect some questions and hopefully get a lot of what people want to hear, uh, ask him about it so we could get as much in this interview as possible. He just does seem like a very genuine guy that way. He wanted to get it out that indeed they're, they are taking UFO seriously and he wanted to join this particular group because there's scientists and engineers in this group and they feel they've really discovered something. They feel that they have gained some real insight into the technology that's being used. So instead of being maybe a contractor or a plant, he's a true believer? He is. At this point, uh, maybe I think it, it wouldn't be a stretch to say that. You know, We'll see to what extent he wants to, to go there. Essentially, he, he is a believer at least in there's a true mystery here, that there's a technology being demonstrated that's beyond our own. And a technology that perhaps we can duplicate uh, for the benefit of humanity. Well, the technology, therefore, would require access to the spacecraft. Not necessarily. They feel that they've been able to glean enough simply from observations. You know, some of these guys have spoken to that a bit. Uh, at least, uh, you know, Hal Putoff, for example, speaks about, you know, possible tech ways to warp speed and do all of these other things and yeah they 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 feel they perhaps have gained enough simply from observation what do you think I, walter i just wanted to inject an unless but i want to qualify that unless um i don't disagree that he's probably sincere about you know what he i hate using the b word but what he believes you know about ET in this subject in general, uh, but but as far as just being a guy who you know, like many of us, you know, believe ETs out there and believe you know the, the UFO phenomenon is real, and he just wanted to get out there and interact and share this stuff. Here's where the unless comes in. It's unless he is operational to some degree. There's different levels of operational. You can be you know deep undercover. You can be working under shallow cover. You can be uh, not under any kind of shallow cover yourself, your true identity, but still operational. Now, when you are operational, okay, and you are interacting with people, and as part of that operational behavior, you are expressing what is the, um, uh, we call it legend. It's the, the, you know, your backstory, you know, oh, mm -hmm. this is who I am. This is what I'm doing. This is why I'm doing it. That's what you've created and you build it around big, giant, fat nuggets of truth. Remember this, particularly if you're not under even shallow cover, if you're being yourself, but you're operational. When you're operational, 
it is very easy to be convincing that none of it is legend, none of it's made up, and it's just really you. This is sincere because, remember, in your mindset, you're operational. So it's not like you're some criminal telling a heinous lie to defraud somebody or to do something nefarious. You're operational. You, you, you're part of something that you believe in that you know is an important uh, project or operation. So it's easier to be convincing. I mean, I've, I've done it. I've worked at the various levels of what I'm talking about. And you, as you live that legend, that cover, um, it, it's very, it's a lot easier to be believable that, oh yeah, he's an up and up guy. Oh yeah, he's really sincere. So you, you got to keep that in mind from the intelligence operative perspective. You know, what I see is the possibility that he's just, doing his job well. And now let's step back. It doesn't mean that um, the ET answer here isn't the truth necessarily. You guys know the camp I come from. I come from the camp that I, I put that in the small percentage of possibility, smaller than most people. But still, it's there. It's a possibility. And yeah, he could be telling the truth. You know, th this could be to get stuff out but if there's a possibility that he could be operational, and there is here, we, you know, we kind of have to hold ourselves and, you know, have that grain of salt there nearby because nothing I've seen and nothing I've heard in a description about him and his sincerity and stuff, um, and I'm not demonizing him, uh, you know, nothing I've seen tells me, oh, well, he's definitely not operational. There's no way he could be. And, and remember, again, when you are operational, your job is to convince people, you know, be convincing that you're not. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I've had people ask me directly, hey, were you doing this? Oh, no. Come on. You know. That's really interesting insight. But there's there's another twist. And I'd love to hear your feedback on this is that he is not alone. It's one thing if he was all by himself, like, let's say, uh, uh, Bob Lazar or some of these other people who have come out. Right. But now he's with a group of guys. Now, given at least a couple of these guys also worked in intelligence, uh, one in particular uh -huh. recently retired from the CIA. But some of the other people in the group, of course, are Hal Putoff, who's been in um, uh -huh. you know this arena for a long time, uh, Tom DeLonge, um, Gary Nolan, uh -huh. another scientist. Uh, so do you think then he would be fooling this group of people as well that would be part of his mission so to speak or does that uh, to you lend any more credibility to him well if that was his assignment yes he's doing that if that's his assignment now whether it's successful or not you know you know you'd have to ask those people but here's the thing a lot of people assume that, well, the guys who don't have the direct intelligence backgrounds or not the intelligence background, well, they're not intelligence. I got news for everybody, okay? Um, for three years when I was at Wright Pat the, while I was at Wright Patterson, I you know I did this kind of thing through my whole career, but specifically specifically while I was at Wright Patterson, I would recruit people to work undercover operationally who had no connection to intelligence agencies. Okay, it was their specialty. It was what they had access to. It was the fact that they had a clearance. And I would recruit them to work undercover for me. We got to do a break here. Walter, we got to break and we'll oh, continue okay. with that. Okay. All right. Walter Bosley, 
Alejandro Rojas, Gene Steinberg. You're in. Prepare a cast. for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well received by critics and readers alike. It's a thrill a minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Classic science fiction at its best. Available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R O C K O I D S.com. Are you living your passion? Are you pumped to go to work because you get to talk about or work with or do the things that interest you the most? Is working, playing, and relaxing one and the same? As long as you're working for someone else, you'll never be living entirely true to yourself and your passion. I'm Pharmacist Keith. Let me show you how you can work around your current schedule, create the extra income so you can live your passion. Visit radio.recordedvideo.com. That's radio.recordedvideo.com. Radio.recordedvideo.com. Hi, I'm Craig Samet, Chief Clinical Officer from Anthem. Every new parent dreams of bringing their baby home for the first time. But some babies are born too sick or too soon to come home right away. That's why the Anthem Foundation supports the life-saving research and programs of the March of Dimes, the leading nonprofit organization for pregnancy and baby health. Help us give every baby a fighting chance so that more babies can come home healthy. Learn how at marchofdimes.org. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. A pair of something on the Paracast. Yeah, a, a cat. A, a paracat. That's a combination of a yeah. parrot and a cat. You've got to hear that meow. Let's continue our discussion there about you recruiting people who were not part of the military yeah. for your operations? Yeah, I mean, I could recruit, I, and I would and did, civilians. You know, civilians that just had a security clearance level, they had access to something that, you know, in the, in the case I was doing, it was for counter-espionage provocations, another term for double agentry. Um, but this isn't done just in double agentry. Um, you recruit whoever you think will be useful. And my point of bringing this up is that Mr. Elizondo might not be working alone in the To the Stars Academy. There could be more than one of those guys who are actually part of the same theoretical, hypothetical operation that I'm talking about here. See, they don't have to have had 
an intelligence background necessarily to be recruited to do this. You know, they get they get vetted, they get analyzed, then they get pitched. And if they buy the pitch, if they go, yeah, I'll do this, they sign their agreements and they are undercover, you know, um, operationally uh, employed by you know, whichever agency is doing this for the purpose of that particular operation. And this is the possibility that I see with, for example, um, Elizondo and, you know, the other guys with the To The Stars Academy. You could almost take it to the extreme that it's it's kind of, I don't want to say an all-star team, but it's, you know, kind of, wow, (laughs) you know, talk about a dream situation let's just let's not just throw one whistleblower because people are beginning to get suspicious about these whistleblowers let's throw a whole team you know we'll throw so much at them that they'll just give up it's the shotgun approach for whistleblowers really if you're looking at this as a strategy so it might be that Elizondo is indeed not working alone in this there's strength in numbers so it, it again it all comes down to you got it got to look at it and judge for yourself this is fascinating. It's good to have insight from someone who who did this sort of work. And uh, what's funny is Elizondo is not uh, – he's got a really good attitude towards his speculation. Even the media, who he says has gotten a lot of things wrong, uh, often because they're making assumptions mm-hmm. just not necessarily out of – uh, maliciousness just out of ignorance. They right. just don't know any better. They're translating the information the best they can. Even myself, I'm using information and uh, I've written some things where the group has said, hey, you're way off on that. And I'm just using stuff that I'm getting because they haven't told me otherwise. Uh, so, uh, and he has a great attitude about that. Even a lot of the speculation out there because the speculation gets pretty wild about the group and what they're doing out there. Yeah. He understands he even says, as an intelligence person, I'm skeptical, he says, when I when I analyze information. They're just doing the best they can with the information that they have. So he, he doesn't blame people for speculating. Uh, I don't think he would be offended by what you say. I think he would say, hey, you know what? I understand from your perspective why you have to keep this sort of thing in mind, which, uh, you know, because anything is possible. Well, and I want to add to that, if he is doing something operational, I, unless I draw the line at if there is some big evil plan to lie about some alien threat, you know, to let the military industrial guys run the world, that would piss me off like it would <laughs> piss anybody off. Let's set that aside. If I'm right about Elizondo and these other guys, you know, they're doing this operationally. I don't really have a problem with that. If I were in their position and they came to me and said, hey, uh, you know, back then it's like, hey, Special Agent Bosley, um, this is what we're going to do. We're going to piecemeal disclose this stuff to the public, and we want you to be, you know, on our team of, you know, tricklers. Heck yeah, I'd do it too. I, I, that's the thing, and that's my point. Yeah, I, you know, and I know there's a lot of people paranoid about me because I was OSI, but you know, I understand that because I'm saying yes, you're absolutely right. It's possible I could be. <laughs> See, I could now. I'm not. By golly, I wish I were because I'd be getting a paycheck because <laughs> uh, I'm driving a crappy ten-year-old car and and you know I can't even afford a you know a Mac laptop. But yeah, uh, and and that's my point is I could be not to make anyone paranoid. It's just something to you know that people do have to keep in mind. And this field is ripe for people to do that kind of thing. And because if it comes anywhere near 
classified advanced technology, yeah, they're going to play games with it. They're going to play games with the UFO field, and, and it, 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 we just always have to keep that in mind. We know that. That said, um, again, I don't demonize Elizondo for anything I've seen. Um, I just say, I put out there the possibility that it could be a, a let's trickle out disclosure operation. It could be. Well, another thing that you mentioned, and I'd love to ask you about, is this idea of the management, the perception management. And if uh, Elizondo's situation is, as he says, on the surface, um, then there – and it seems like there might be – what is a perception management going on? Because there's no doubt there would be then discussions about how do we deal with this Elizondo situation – and and how do we want to manage the perception of of him being out there and and what we've been up to? And that seems like a shoe that hasn't dropped, uh, a situation that hasn't been addressed. And I don't know, uh, what do you make of that? Oh, okay. You're saying that if we can take him at face value, and he really left um, the government so that he could share this info. Well, I, it's it's going to be it's plain and simple. Uh, at any time when he violates whatever secrecy agreement, that's when the agents are going to knock on his door and remind him of that secrecy agreement. And to the extent that he violates it, you know, it, plain and simple, he'll be under the you know the potential of the fine and or imprisonment or both. Um, there, they don't play games with that. Um, so that kind of, to me, because of what you just said, I mean, he's been out there, he's saying, you know, things in the spirit of, oh yeah, this is what we did. This is what we looked at. If he's saying anything that they're doing on a project that they weren't telling the public about that now he is revealing, then if we're taking him at face value, he's putting himself in deep trouble legally. So therefore, we have to consider, again, that that may not be the case, that he might be working operationally under instructions to do this, to, by golly, I quit being a staffer guy because I'm really into this and I I really want to share it with you. That could be his assignment. Not an evil assignment. That could just be how they, you know, want to go about doing this. But if he's not on assignment and he's now wanting to spill the beans, so to speak, on what was being done in this program that he was running or part of the CIA, I'm telling you, the minute he gets too close to violating that secrecy agreement, he'll shut up, he'll disappear from interviews, he'll resign from the thing, or he'll get in in deeper trouble. That's just the way that works. So, again, this is where the time will tell thing. Because it's only been, like, what, a couple of months since these guys did that press conference? Not even. Well, October was when they did the press conference, and it's only been a month that the New York Times story came out. You would think here, guys, that Alessandro, if he's legitimately doing this and not as a plant from some agency, Mm -hmm. that he fully understands his limits in advance or maybe even asked yeah. superiors, hey, what can I say here without getting myself in trouble? And he'll be circumspect. Oh, he will not push those limits. If, if he's operational, that is spelled out for him. In fact, he's told exactly, okay, um, you can 
you, you will say this, you'll talk about that, and um, you won't do the, you know, he'll be told it's, it's like what we call passage material. You know, when you run double agents, in order to make that double agent convincing to the, 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 the foreign target is, you know, you give them some, some real classified, it's material. What's happening here is we're running over here. I have to stop it and then we'll pick up on it. More to come, Gene, Walter, and Alejandro. You're in the Paracast. Neighbors, we've made such a deal with HelloFresh, and it means that everyone listening to this show can receive $30 off your first week of deliveries when you go to HelloFresh.com and use the offer code PARACAST30, you know, with HelloFresh, you can choose the delivery day that works best for you. They've got a wide variety of chef-curated recipes that change weekly. And can you imagine me cooking Japanese panko chicken? It makes me feel like I'm a chef. It means also that you could actually... Get your meal cooked in 30 minutes. For busy people, this is perfect. The simple recipes include step-by-step instructions so even I can figure it out. Go to HelloFresh.com. Use the offer code PARACAST30 to get $30 off your first week of deliveries. HelloFresh.com. Here's a special message for those of you who owe the IRS at least 10000 or more in back taxes. The IRS has special programs in place that could eliminate or reduce your tax debt by thousands of dollars. Call the Federal Tax Management Helpline that has been set up for you, 800-503-8625. Stop the wage garnishments, levies, and tax liens now. Once you've qualified and enrolled, the IRS will stop all the collection activities against you. These unique programs have been allocated to help the economy and significantly reduce reduce or eliminate your tax burden. The IRS is currently accepting reduced settlements and other favorable programs. You may qualify for substantial savings, so get the help you need. If you owe more than 10000 in taxes, call for free information and to see if you qualify. Take down the number now for the Federal Tax Management Hotline, 800-503-8625. That's 800-503-8625. 800-503-8625. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with an SPF of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Does the current world crisis in North Korea or our domestic crisis right here in America concern you? Well, I know it concerns me. My friends over at Legacy Food Storage have solutions in the event there's the inevitable. What's the inevitable? Civil unrest, a run on your local grocery store. And here's my question to you. If this happens, how do you feed your children? How do you feed your grandchildren? Legacy Food Storage has the solutions. In fact, they can help you implement a simple plan to take care of your needs in the event 
event of the inevitable. By calling them right now, I have authorized them to give you a special 20% discount at checkout by simply using GCN. Call 888-543-7345 or visit them at LegacyFoodStorage.com. That's 888-543-7345 or visiting them at LegacyFoodStorage.com. Make sure you use GCN at checkout for an incredible 20% discount. Don't be a victim. Take control of your life now. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. I'm here to tell you about GCNTelecare.com, a team of board-certified doctors assisting you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. Within 15 minutes of registration, care your family can afford. Revolutionizing the healthcare industry, virtual consulting, providing diagnosis of non-emergency medical issues by phone or secure video on computer or smart mobile devices. GCNTelecare.com, virtual care anywhere. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. Just as we were ending there, what Walter is saying here is that obviously if he is a contractor, he fully knows what he could do. And you're also saying he may drop in a few tidbits, some classified stuff to intrigue us and make it seem as if he's genuine. Yeah, it's it's for the bona fides of uh, the asset, which is what he would be if if he's, you know, doing this contract or whatever. And it's for bona fides for the public. It's so that the UFO community will say, see, he's the real thing. He's the real thing because we can trace this and this other guy confirmed it. Well, the, all of that can be set up. I know for a fact I've, I've done this kind of thing. Okay. When I say I've done this kind of thing, I'm not talking about fooled the UFO community. So Mm -hmm. I don't want people out there to get all hot and bothered and excited. What I'm saying is as far as when you have a target and you have an asset who's working for you and you need to, you know, give them information so that they are convincing to your target. Yes. You give them pieces of real, which, you know, are are tainted with pieces of not real in that particular case. But in this particular case, I would say, and I'm speculating here, folks, um, that if he's operational, that, yeah, he would be given pieces of real so that they can, you know, just put the operation on a solid foundation with their their target, which in this case would be the public, specifically the the UFO public. Again, I'm talking about operational mechanics here. I'm not talking about the morality of what their intention is. I'm just talking about the operational mechanics. And what I'm seeing fits right in with operational mechanics, to be honest. Hmm. But still, he hasn't said a lot uh, either. And it also then fits in with your other scenario, someone who um, it doesn't want to be shut down, who, if he was genuine, if, if he's telling the truth. And so he only has a handful of information he can share with the public that's been cleared, and that's it. And so we're just not going to get much because he's going to want to steer very clear from getting a visit and being told, hey, cut it out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. He's going to want to be careful with that. And uh, at some point, 
you know, if he really doesn't have new tidbits or info to share at the point that he just becomes the guy they go to for analysis or commentary, you know, on stuff, then that could be a clue there, too, that what you're saying is he's the real deal and he's told what he can tell and that's it. There's no more that he can tell. But, you know, yeah, that, that, that's a possibility that that would be an indicator, you know, of, of what you're saying. But I have uh, another again, question. We're back to- Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was. Gonna, we have one other scenario similar to this, only uh, that I can think of, and that's Nick Polk. Um, he is in a similar uh, situation, somewhat similar situation. He actually retired from his position, uh, but he is out speaking, uh, and uh, he is bound by the UK Secrecy Law Act, and he's very clear when you when you breach that wall that I can't talk about that because that would be breaching. Right. So and he but he's been out there for many, many years um, sharing information. Yeah. And uh, really, I think he, he's he's helped a lot to bring credibility to this whole uh, field. But has yeah, he been it, operating it, as a plan? Yeah. What do you think? Well, here's, here's the thing. Here's what I'll say about that. Just keep in mind, he could have been. He could have been off and on. And that's really where you got to leave it. Because, see, we, including myself right now, we're outside of these agencies. So we can't say for sure. But we just have to keep in mind that, yeah, he could have been their guy on the outside. And every once in a while, it's like, okay, Nick, get this out there. We want the people to know this. Um, he, he could have been. That doesn't make him insincere about his interest and enthusiasm for the subject. That doesn't make him insincere in everything he says. I'm just saying that, you know, it's possible that some of what Pope has uh, contributed could have been, you know, passed to him to do that. Hmm. <laughs> So many possibilities. Let me ask you here, Walter. Obviously, somebody with an intelligence background could see the science. Is there anything that regular people like Alejandro and me should look for to say, you know, maybe this guy is someone being employed to do this? Oh, um. Well, that's kind of what I do in conversations like this. The things I'm telling you guys is, is you know, number one, look at their background, okay? Um, look at, for instance, Elizondo. Was he a 20-year guy, 30 years? I can't remember how long he was in in the business um, as a staff guy. you got to remember, there's staff and there's contract. Um, it, it, you know, you just have to take into account that certain agencies, particularly the CIA, will run contractors operationally. Um, and I'm not, you know, violating anything there. I mean, everybody's known that for years. Hell, they put it in movies. Um, so it, it's really just think about all the things I've said and shared. That's what you, that's what you look for. That's what you consider. Um, you know, beyond that, uh, if something were to come to mind, of course, I'd, I'd share it with you. But I, I think that's what I've been trying to do. That's why I come on and and talk about these things. A lot of people think that I'm down on ET, I'm down on UFOs, I'm, I'm you know, just, a, you know, I'm out here to, 
to rain on everyone's parade. And no, that's not what I'm doing. What I am trying to do is say, hey, folks, you know, keep in mind, from my perspective, keep in mind that this kind of situation could be this and that kind of situation could be that within a um, within an intelligence, you know, operational perspective um, context. So, uh, you know, there you go. If that's the answer to your question. I, I think that that makes a lot of sense that, you know, and you have done that this entire show, which is, you know, given us a lot to think about. And, you know, I always feel like uh, it's important to um, be savvy and be aware of these things and, and keep eyes out for red flags uh, as we go through and discover all of this. And it helps me and, you know, my future conversations. Um what sort of questions would you want to ask Elizondo to, let's say, verify or, or do your best to discover where he, he fits in that kind of uh, um, whether, you know, well, you feel he, he's, his story's on the up and up and not something that has been given to him to create, you know, to, to pitch to everybody? Before we have those questions, let's have Walter's suggestions and response in a moment. Just want to remind you, we have a second radio show called After the Paracast, which will be a wrap-up show, special interviews, extended interviews, part two of this show sometimes. It's available if you subscribe to the Paracast Plus. Go to plus.theparacast.com for more information. Plus.theparacast.com. And we also include a version of this show free of the network ads with better quality audio. Walter Bosley will respond to Alejandro's question on the other side. You're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Water is the single most important thing your body needs, so you want to be sure it's the best for you and your family. Since 2005, thousands have depended on Berkey Purified Water. The Berkey Guy provides the lowest priced filtration systems in every size. For incredibly delicious water now and in an emergency, get to GoBerkey.com or call 877-886-3653. 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com. Fully cooked, ready-to-eat bacon. I'm talking thick, meaty, center-cut, presidential bacon. Savory and delicious. I buy some, I use some, I store some. Awesome. No refrigeration needed with a 10-year shelf life. NASA pack technology. Bacon. Fully cooked, fully hydrated, ready-to-eat right from the pack bacon. Or warm and served. Life-saving, ready-to-eat bacon. 10-year shelf life bacon. Ships free at FullyCookedBacon.com. FullyCookedBacon.com. Do you have difficulty taking supplements? Are you searching for a high-quality, complete nutritional drink that your whole family will love? Nutramedical's Life Support has arrived. All of your daily nutritional requirements in one quick, delicious drink. Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support is a proprietary blend of vegan protein, activated vitamins, essential minerals, amino acids, probiotics, green tea, digestive enzymes, anti-inflammatories, cancer prevention, detoxification, and much more. Your body will high-five you for this one. Life Support is the best complete nutritious 
best meal replacement on the market. Whether you are an elite athlete, have post-operative challenges, chronic illness, elderly, or a family that just wants a quick, delicious drink, try Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support for optimized nutrition in one great-tasting smoothie. Just add cold water, almond milk, fruit, or anything else you like. Nutramedical's Life Support. Try our great-tasting chocolate or vanilla today. Call 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. Nutramedical.com for the whole family. Message and data rates may apply. Oh my gosh, that's Frank Thomas. No. Yes, that's him. Go ahead. Excuse me, are you Frank Thomas? Yes, I am. I bet you get recognized a lot. I was a pretty good ball player. You were? Some people thought so. Sorry, we recognize you from those Nugenics commercials. Oh yeah? That's great. So does Nugenics really work? Oh yeah. I really can feel the difference. My workouts are better, and I feel a lot more energetic. I wish my husband would use Nugenics. It's so easy to get started. All you have to do is send one simple text. Text the word PRIME44 to 42. 424 for a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And you're going to like the difference, too. Text PRIME44 to 42424 for a complimentary bottle of Nugenics. Samples are not available in stores. Text PRIME44 to 42424. Hello, my name is Marjorie Wildcraft. I'm the founder of The Grow Network, which is an online community of people who produce their own food and medicine. We are really into backyard self-reliance. If you want this lifestyle, I suggest your first step be to learn some basic home medicine. Just the other day, my 18-year-old son came to me and said, Mama, I got a sore throat. Can you fix me up? And I said, Sure, Ryan. And in about 24 hours, he was better. The best home medicine for you to start out with is garlic. It's an amazing natural antibiotic, and I can show you how to use garlic to handle ear infections, sore throats, colds, and flus. As a way for you to get to know a little bit more about me and the Grow Network, I've written up an easy introduction on how to use garlic. It's at gcnwellness.com. Now, the station manager told me that I needed to say the URL at least twice, even though it feels kind of weird. But if you're interested in backyard self-reliance, you are one of us. Go to www.gcnwellness.com and let's connect up. Hi, this is James Fox from Chasing UFOs. You're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. So, Walter Bosley, do you have questions to suggest that Alejandro ask Alessandro? Uh, unfortunately, I don't think you'd get an answer, not the kind of answer that you'd be hoping for. Um, when you're dealing with someone who's operational, you're not going to get that definitive answer that's, you know, going to set your mind at ease or is going to convince you either way. You know, I tell people all the time, I said it a minute ago. I have not worked for OSI since 1999, and I guarantee you there's people out there that are just banging their table saying, that liar, he's still one of them. Him and Doty, you know, have have tea every morning and conspire against us. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to be able to convince anybody that I'm not, okay? Because... Again, even under what I'm saying myself, I could still be operational, theoretically. Mm-hmm. You know, So there's the problem that the interviewer or the researcher is going to have with someone who they think might be operational. You know what? Here's what you do. 
I go back to the world of double agentry, okay? Now, yeah, we would recruit a guy and we'd send him with the passage material and we'd target the GRU, or the KGB, or the SVR, or whatever they called themselves by that particular time of your operation. And we always had to factor that, okay, they're not dumb. They could see this as, oh, there's that MOSI guy sending us a provocation, okay? We know this is a double agent, but... But they also know how the game is played, and they know that in that briefcase of passage material, there's going to be some real stuff. So what they'll do is they'll say, oh, yes, thank you, Mr. So-and-so, who they are suspect is a double agent. But they'll take what's in the briefcase and hand it to their analysts and their scientists to say, hey, pick out the real stuff here. We, we're not buying this guy. We know he's a provocation. We know he's a double agent from the Americans. But we know that, you know, the way the game is played, there's going to be some nuggets of truth and gold in what they're giving us. So that's the best thing you could do as a researcher and interviewer is politely listen to the info they're giving you, take their so-called briefcase of material, and then analyze what they say and pursue that while not, you know, necessarily expecting to get your definitive answer on the guy. Okay. That's going to be honestly the best you're going to be able to do because there, there is no question that you could ask that's going to make him say, oh, you got me, I'm a fake, I'm undercover operative here. That just ain't going to happen. So, you know, take what they say, see if there's any nuggets, follow up on it, you know, do the due diligence on the things they're saying. Oh, there's this tech or there was that sighting. Do the due diligence and you might find something real in there, but that's the best you're going to be able to do. Okay. My follow-up to that would be what, if you had the chance to talk to him, let's say he joined us, he calls in right now. Uh, what would you ask him? <laughs> Publicly, nothing. I would be more satisfied with a, a private one-on-one conversation, but that said, he's not going to tell me anything, you know, particularly if he's operational and he's good. You know, we're going to have a nice, pleasant conversation, and about the most we'd get out of it is if we ever cross paths or if we ever did training in the same places. And you know, just like you know, the old joke in the in in the movie Ronan, you know, talk about the color of the boathouse at the farm or whatever, you know, that kind of thing. And and maybe exchange, you know, hey, yeah, I knew that guy. I was in Afghanistan with him, or this, that, or the other. Um, but uh, I, because I've been in that world, honestly, they're any question that you know, hey, is this? I, I'm, I wouldn't. I know that I would not get an answer from him that would be satisfying. That would satisfy others. So that's where that's at. And I know that sounds murky and vague, but welcome to the world of spooks. <laughs> gotcha. But I guess I, I I can get that. I guess would just have to be. I guess it's all what we can gain from it because I think the net change that Delta's, let's say, from uh, prior to the Times article to now is that um, my, I would argue, and I think that that the media uh, is taking this topic, uh, it's added a lot of credibility to the topic for them. And, and they're never going to be able to uh, discuss this topic without referring to this situation that the DOD even recently investigated and, and the chief of the, the, the department believes that it's a serious uh, situation. So it's changed the conversation. Um, so if that's the end goal. Uh, for a while. Sort- it has changed the conversation for a while. Because remember, 
Project Blue Book was the Air Force's official program, and, and after a while, they lost interest in that, too. But you're right, for a while, for right now, for a while, they have something to refer to that is recent. You know, Blue Book is ancient. Um, here's something that's recent and fresh and new, but um, I'm a little uh, cynical when it comes to, you know, the, 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 the big media, because... You know, they always end up at some point just wanting to make guys like you and me and Gene and everybody listening out to be a bunch of crazies. You know, no matter what specific camps we're in on the issue, they just lump us all together as isn't this nutty, you know. And and I think it's not going to be long until they're back to the same old, same old, unless something big is released. I would argue, though, that's not always the case. It depends on how you approach them, because I feel like the majority of the times I've uh, participated in uh, with mainstream media, it's been positive. Uh, someone like Leslie Kane, but, for but instance. But that's probably individual reporters, right? Um, well, no, I mean, uh, media as a whole uh, and not definitely not individual reporters, because it's not there are a few reporters that I talk to more often than others, um, but I think as you know, a, you bring up a good point there, actually, that, that, that I'll concede is, you know, um, this whole thing has been in the public consciousness for so many decades now that actually there probably are a lot more reporters in the big media, mainstream media now, who think like us than there used to be. So that mm -hmm. doesn't surprise me. If you're having a good experience with these these guys, that might be the reason is because there's more, there's a, a bigger number now of them who think like us than there used to be. So that's promising. But right now think, we are so overwhelmed with all this other nonsense going on that you wonder when there's going to be another story. You know, is it going to be yeah. two months from now or is it going to just fade? That's a good question. Yeah, that's, I, and that's where the time will tell thing comes in. Yeah. And, 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 um, I mean, there at least of, of what we've been told, there's three videos. We've got a third video to come. Um, and, yeah, I think there we'll see more. Um, but it still just reframes the whole thing, which is uh, a positive. But, uh, yeah, interesting stuff to think about there. What are your thoughts, Gene? I mean, well, I, you know, we, we, here's the thing: we all, all three of us, all the listeners. Again, I go back to, no matter what personal perspective we're coming from, we all want to know. You know, uh, we, we want to know what's out there. You know, we want to know that truth. We uh, we just want to quit fooling around with this and let's get to it. You know, because I. Uh, I totally accept, I think, I believe, to use the B word, that E.T. is out there and comes here. I have no problem with that. I'm not one of those that just because I think it's 90% human technology people are seeing that, you know, that it's that E.T.'s don't come here, you know, and you're somewhere else on the perspective and Gene is somewhere else on the perspective. And, you know, we're on the same side, you know, at, at the bottom line, the end of the day and all that. So, um you know, we're kind of anxious for this to come about. And they know that if they are trickling stuff out. And, 
you know, I, I think that the thing is the ball's in their court and they know it. You know, we know we're going to do this break and come back with more great discussion with Walter Bosley, Gene Steinberg, Alejandro Rojas, Chris O'Brien's off to the Grand Canyon. You're in the Bearcast. <laughs> for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. It's a no-brainer. A Big Berkey water filter is the one you need, period. You need a water filter that removes chlorine, fluoride, pharmaceuticals, BPA, and other endocrine disruptors, pesticides, bacteria, viruses, and much more, right? And does it all at only two cents per gallon. Get the original most trusted name in gravity water filtration, Big Berkey. And now GCN listeners receive 5% off ceramic filter systems using code GCN. Call or click 1-877-99-BERKEY or BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. That's 1-877-99-BERKEY. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and slingbows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of slingbow. A new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. Are you retired or facing retirement and you're afraid your income is going to be less than you'd like? I'm Pharmacist Keith, Dr. Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy, and I want to show you a low-cost way to create your own business, working around your current schedule, creating extra income that will last for years to come by joining Dr. Wallach's crusade, spreading his message of better health. To learn more, visit radio.recordedvideo.com. That's radio.recordedvideo.com, radio.recordedvideo.com, or call 866-257-3105 for a recorded message. People search the internet for everything, including you. With a few clicks, information from your past can be quickly discovered. From business deals gone wrong, to misleading reviews, negative articles, and unflattering images. Studies show 78% of people search for someone online before doing business with them. Will they find the real you? With ReputationDefender.com, you can establish a positive internet presence. ReputationDefender.com pioneered the field with over a decade of experience, serving thousands of successful individuals and businesses. We use patented, award-winning systems to boost positive content and suppress negative material. Don't let the internet define you. Take control of your reputation today with ReputationDefender.com. For your quick, free reputation analysis, call 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. 
800-831-0771 or visit reputationdefender.com. Frustrated trying to get business capital? Want to take the slow process and rejection out of the equation? GCNloans.com removes the slow, irritating approval process. Instead, get quick, simple funding. Powered by David Allen Capital, 80% of our pre-qualified clients are approved in days. Pre-qualify at GCNloans.com and get your money this week. It's that easy. GCNloans.com. That's GCNloans.com. This is Leslie Kane, and I'm with the Coalition for Freedom of Information, and you are listening to the Paracast. Well, if they're doing gradual disclosure, they better speed things up. You know, I'm not as young as I used to be, and I've really lived longer than a lot of my relatives, except for my father and a couple of grandfathers. So at some well, point I'm in time, brought, it's not gonna, you, it may not happen for me. I'm glad you brought that up. Because, and this is just my personal position on that, is that, you know, my attitude is, well, Gene, when you die, then you'll know, see? And so, therefore, let's say, wow, let's say if that's true, when you die, you know the answer to these mysteries. What does that tell us about what the purpose of our lives are? If we're going to find out the answer to the mysteries anyway, hypothetically, then what are we supposed to be focusing on? And I say that as a guy who's totally obsessed with and in love with answering the mysteries. So I violate my own hypothetical all the time. I think most of us do. But it kind of helps give perspective. It's like, okay, is this that important? You know, and we can objectively say, oh, well, you know, yes, of course, there's other things, you know, in, in life that are more important. Maybe we should focus on blah, blah, blah. Then we pause and we all kind of smile and we go, yes, it's that important. Yeah, you know, I, me too. I mean, it, it, if things go the way they've been going, of us three, Alejandro might be the only one who's around when, you know, the, the big disclosure comes. We can do it. Yeah, I don't hold my breath for it. And I'm not that much younger than, well, than probably, well, than you guys. I feel like I'm an old guy. I got a lot of great hair. But my, the other question is this, and I think, I always think another motivation, you brought up Richard Doty, another motivation for the intelligent world to not want to have more information out there about this topic in particular is that it's kind of a, a tool in their toolbox. They can, you know, perhaps use this uh the whole idea of ufos and aliens as as a cover or use it in uh, in counterintelligence probably for things that aren't even related to this topic or maybe like you said to cover black projects i'm I'm glad you brought that up because we, we we hadn't hit on that yet now here's a hypothetical take elizondo for example okay he's Let's say he's, you know, uh, uh, operational, okay? He's been briefed on what he's supposed to do. He's given the info he's supposed to give. But yes, it's possible. What if he's operational and he thinks the operation is one thing when actually it's another? Now we're getting into that territory where, speaking for myself as an intel professional, that's where it begins to bother me, you know? And if I thought at any time, hey, wait a minute, they've got me doing this operation where they're telling me that, oh, yeah, we're going to disclose this, but actually it's it's a total, they're tweaking the perception they're using this, just like you said, 
then that gets to be um, uh, a problem there. And in my opinion, that would be, you know, a potentially nefarious thing because that's possible too. Um, you know, you have these sincere guys like an Elizondo who really think that what they're doing is what the operation is. And that is possible that it's not. It could be that they're using their own operatives was, was my point. And I'm not going to go too far into it, but there was something I was involved in. I remember the day I was sitting at my desk and it crossed my mind. Hey, wait a minute. This whole thing that I think is one thing could be this other thing. And if that's the case, that changes my perspective. And it was at that point that I, inside myself as a person, I began to lose a bit of the passion for that thing I was doing. Just on the suspicion that, wait a minute, if this is not what I think it is, but it's this other thing over here, I'm not interested anymore. I don't want to be any part of it. And I, shortly after that, changed my career path. I went and did something else. Wow. So I can say that that is a possibility, yeah, that even these operative guys could be being used, yes. And and could that be another motivation to continue secrecy? Uh, because the less we understand or know about what's really going on or what they've really done in with UFOs or, or, or otherwise, then the more room they have to use, you know, that whole topic as in their toolbox. Sure. Of- sure. Yeah, if it works, they're going to keep, uh, they're they're going to uh, hold on to uh, what they can hold on to, um, and if it works, you know they're going to keep using it for mm-hmm. whatever the purpose is, and and that's the other, that's another conversation. We go back to is it the Werner von Braun thing where you know first it was this, then it was terrorists, then it was that, and then it's going to be aliens. You know, is it that fake alien threat? Um, is it? Um, just merely to keep the industrial complex going, is it, you know, for whatever reason, for, or is it to cover a secret space program? For whatever reason, you know, yeah, as long as it works, you're, they, they will keep it in their toolbox and they will keep a lid on it and they will play perception management games. Mm-hmm. And to your point earlier, if 90% of what's being misidentified is, uh, is human, um, some cases, you know, top secret uh, because they do get seen occasionally. Um, It kind of is to their advantage that, you know, a report on something someone sees that is actually a a top secret, a black project goes into a UFO, goes into MUFON's files and nobody cares and it's not taken seriously. Whereas if people start taking those seriously, they might uncover some of these things and learn some more about their projects. Yeah, and that's where, for years, I've said that they would use, that they are more than happy to let people think that advanced technology is a craft from another world. And what I meant by that was not out there, you know, hands-on engineering lies in the UFO field. What I'm saying is, if people happen to see that secret platform, that secret craft, and they say, oh, it was from Mars or Zeta Reticuli or whatever, just allowing that misperception and, and maybe fueling that fire, um, yeah, sure, exactly, why not? Um, mm-hmm. And you're right, it does, it does serve the purpose to keep something classified if people just blow it off as a story they don't believe, or it gets mm-hmm. buried in the database of an, an organization. 
Right. Yeah. And, and especially if they're not taken seriously, because, I mean, if this thing went the way that we would all like to see it go, I think many of us, um, then there would be, uh, you know, more research sources put towards uh, trying to capture uh, imagery or, or um, data about these things. Um, also more research going into what they are and, 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 um, um, then if, if for instance, one of their craft, you know, something was caught, like, let's say that, that the, uh, SR 72, which people have been talking about this week. And then we, you would be able to, you know, if we've got all these cameras and, and technology, kind of like some people are working on, um, including one of the gentlemen that's part of to the stars, what uh, Chris forget his last name he's working with a ufo data where that that's what they want to do capture these things in their theliodites and stuff and, and then they would have a lot of information and uh, it's just kind of an interesting thought because if our technology gets you know where we're able to observe stuff like that then we may be able to if we caught one of these things flying across the sky uh, have quite a bit of information about these top secret craft yeah you know whatever game they are playing i think what it is is they realize they're in a position where they need to change that game up because we're we're at a point now when you talk about cameras and and technological eyes out there we're at the point now where the common person can buy things and utilize things with our our common technologies that there's a lot more technological eyes out there that are not in the hands of, you know, the military or the government or the intel agencies. And pretty soon, um, and, and you gotta you gotta scrape away all the crap you see on YouTube that could be faked, this, that, and the other. But what I'm saying is that said, pretty soon, um, peop, just regular folks are going to be capturing whatever it is up there, and they're going to be capturing it uh, very. Clearly, you know, whoever knows what it is that's up there, be it our own or someone else's, they've got, I think they're scrambling to figure out, okay, how are we going to keep our handle on this? Because pretty soon we're not going to be able to keep it hidden because some guy, you know, Alejandro or Gene is going to be able to stand out in his backyard with this latest Mondo digital telescope and oops, you know, they're going to get in vivid detail what we know is up there and have been hiding from people. So that, that, that could be that what you said about the eyes, you know, think about that. That could be that, you know, what they're worried about is that pretty soon we, they're not going to be able to hide it from us. We're going to be able to see it. Yeah. But right now, most of us look down at our smartphones while crossing the street. We don't think of looking up as much anymore. (laughs) Maybe they designed it. Of course it's a trick. It's a plot by Apple. We got more to come with Walter, Jean, and Alejandro. You're in. The 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 pair a cast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. We also have swag. You know, we have all these exclusive PowerCast things that you can buy. We've got like, I guess, 60 or so different items and entails T-shirts, sleeves for notebook computers, iPad cases, mouse pads, the PowerCast jumbo tote bag, all sorts of T-shirts and jackets and stuff like that for men and women. We have 
a Paracast aluminum water bottle. All this stuff, you go to store.theparacast.com, store.theparacast.com. What makes it special is that the items are the best quality, you know, great T-shirts, fabrics, and they have our official logo on them. That's what makes them special in multiple sizes and colors. We even have stuff for children, stuff for women, stuff for men. We have all sorts of sizes, like small up to X large. A lot of good stuff. That's the swag from the Paracast. If you go to store.theparacast.com, stop by and take a shopping tour. Anytime, any place, anywhere, radio remains the most intimate of all forms of media. At home, at work, in the car, on smartphones. Over 90% of consumers still listen to radio every week. That makes choosing radio as a place to advertise your business one of the best decisions you can make. Email advertise at GCNlive.com and partner up with an experienced GCN representative. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. This is Dan Pilla. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. So as we pursue this here, the real secret here is that Steve Jobs was working as a contractor, okay? And therefore, he worked with Apple to invent the iPhone to make smartphones warm and fuzzy to the masses and encourage people mm-hmm. to start looking down. I mean, you hardly <laughs> go anywhere. You know, you see like people crossing the street where people still cross streets and you see five mm-hmm. people in a row glancing at their smartphones, looking down. Yeah. So E.T. could be flying overhead. They wouldn't notice it. That's right projects like this ufo data happen then you would be uh looking up by looking down because you'd be watching the screen on your iphone and as the cameras are pointing up and so yeah but you get these projects <laughs> all the time and that's one of them okay and we did a show about them i don't know a couple of years back mm-hmm. and the thing is just really kind of asleep yeah nothing's happened for, I don't know, a couple of years. I even donated, and I'm not in great shakes financially, but I donated a small amount to them because I thought, well, okay, this is cool. It looks like they've got something really useful going here. And we had Mark Rodiger and Leslie Kane on the show November 15th, 2015. Chris got in touch with them and offered to try to help because he's working on his own project, the San Luis Valley Camera Project. And Chris said maybe he had one or two exchanges, and then no one ever responded to him anymore. Did they get Bigelowed? I don't know that they even had any contact with Bigelow, did they? 
Well, I, I don't mean him specifically. I, I use him as a verb. Did he get bigelowed in the sense that somebody came along and um, kind of clamped down on uh, whatever it was they were doing? The like, site like is, the site is still the up there. Up there. Come in and do this nids, and and then what happens is he just locks it down, and nobody finds out what goes on there anymore. Well, oh, I, I signed totally up for Project that. Updates. They've got this form at the site, which is still there. And okay. if you put your name on there, supposedly you'll get emails with Project Updates. Oh, okay. But the last yeah, one was, was August quite- 5th of last year. Project Update number 5, 5th August 2017. And it's the first of the calendar year, which meant there were no previous updates for 2017. The previous update was October 6, 2016. So just one update in, towards the latter half of 2017, and that's it. Well, maybe they're not finding anything. No, I've, I've, I've heard that they're just installed. But uh, there are other couple projects out there. I know... Mark D'Antonio and Doug Trumbull are still working on theirs, and they're making some headway. They seem to be actually getting the furthest. But uh, again, yeah, they've been working on their project for quite some time. So I think people are slowly getting there. It's just, you know, kind of a resource issue. Um, sure. But I, I think we'll have it. And things get smaller and the technology well, just grow. This stuff costs money. You know, you're right on the resources issue. It's, uh, you know, there are expenses that. Um are involved. And there was another project. We had someone named Dave Cote who was responsible in something called CubeSat 4, which was going to be a low-Earth satellite. And I've never heard the darn thing ever got launched. It looked like, as of the last I've heard, we have enough for a launch already and now it's scheduled for the summer of 2018, so it was delayed a year or so. All right, so maybe it will happen. But this will be, a, as I say, a low-Earth satellite. Hey, at least they're getting something up there, hopefully. Well, as I said, there's no explanation as to why it's late, because we had him on the Paracast, and I have to look up the date right here, March of 2016. And he said they'd scheduled it for 2017. Those things never get done on time. Oh, well. Right. Yeah, I don't understand the holdup on that one either because they did create a, uh, uh, you know, crowdfunding and they got their funding and now they're say they need more funding. And so, which is not su- how that's supposed to work. So, yeah, I haven't heard. Uh, you know, it's kind of like movies, you know, how uh, uh, they'll say, well, here's the budget for the film. This is how much we need. And then there's always those guys, I forget, what, what do they call them? Completion bonds or completion financers where, you know, when you run out of the money, you, you go, unless I'm misunderstanding what this is. Um, but I, I know for a fact in films, you know, you run out of the money, so then you need to go get more money. Um, you know, you're talking about a, a technological project in this case. I mean, d- does that happen with, with, you know, technology like this is, you know, the money runs out and you need to go get more? Well, it sounds like military projects. You're going to build an airplane, and it's a billion dollars, say. And then it ends up costing five. But according to the last update we've got from CubeSat, we have enough for a launch already. 16, what is it? $16,625 
has been paid to enter orbital systems for the launch. Okay? So it's supposedly real. And they've also purchased components for about $14,000. And I think they need another 10000 Pardon? Do they have their own launch facility? Could it be that they're waiting for um, their time on a pad? No, they're basically contracting with a third-party company to launch it for them. Oh, okay. So, oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. They, it says here that they have the money for assembling the CubeSat. They've paid for the launch. And it's obviously pretty cheap. You can launch something for $16,625. It's really low end. They need another 10000 oh, Hold on, hold on. I- Another possibility is that the third party, you know, they might have some fluctuation in their payload schedule. That could be it, too. There could be a delay because, you know, other priority payload uh, customers, uh, you know, have had a need and they've had to be bumped. Well, I would hope they would have explained that, you see. You know, that would help. They need another $10,000 for data collection. Okay. So that's the last thing they need between now and the summer. But I agree with you. It's just that if you're going to collect money from people for a project, it would help to be more forthcoming about what's going on because it's just not well presented. Right. And I feel kind of, you know, we, you, we ask people to give them money and, you know, this hasn't happened yet. And, uh, and yeah, hopefully they get that right. off the ground. Although it, it's cute in nature, it's it's difficult for results to happen anyway. Because I think uh, these cubesats are actually in orbit for around three months before they burn up in the atmosphere. So you've got to uh, get what you can during that three months, and to expect kind of a you know a GoPro type of camera with maybe a couple other things on board to capture something significant uh you know and be pointed in the right direction or or something to cruise by close enough uh it's kind of a stretch anyway but uh it's a great idea and uh, the tech that people have the opportunity to put these into space um creates a, a lot of possibilities for the future what well, sounds to me like a proof of concept yeah if this yeah. idea works if it succeeds, they can get the kind of information they need, maybe not capture a photo or some image of a strange craft, but get what they need. Maybe they could get more funding for more satellites or a more sophisticated satellite. That would work. Speaking of sophisticated, we urge you to listen to the After the Paracast podcast. It is part of the Paracast Plus. For more information, go to plus.theparacast. We also give you a version of this show free of the network ads. For those who complain on YouTube, we have an answer for you. More to come with Alejandro, Walter, and Jean. You're in. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. 
But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. People search the internet for everything, including you. With a few clicks, information from your past can be quickly discovered. From business deals gone wrong, to misleading reviews, negative articles, and unflattering images. Studies show 78% of people search for someone online before doing business with them. Will they find the real you? With ReputationDefender.com, you can establish a positive internet presence. ReputationDefender.com pioneered the field with over a decade of experience, serving thousands of successful individuals and businesses. We use patented, award-winning systems to boost positive content and suppress negative material. Don't let the internet define you. Take control of your reputation today with ReputationDefender.com. For your quick, free reputation analysis, call 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771, 800-831-0771, or visit reputationdefender.com. Water is the single most important thing your body needs, so you want to be sure it's the best for you and your family. Since 2005, thousands have depended on Berkey Purified Water. The Berkey Guy provides the lowest priced filtration systems in every size. For incredibly delicious water now and in an emergency, get to GoBerkey.com or call 877-886-3653. 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com. Hello, my name is Marjorie Wildcraft. I'm the founder of The Grow Network, which is an online community of people who produce their own food and medicine. We are really into backyard self-reliance. If you want this lifestyle, I suggest your first step be to learn some basic home medicine. Just the other day, my 18-year-old son came to me and said, Mama, I got a sore throat. Can you fix me up? And I said, Sure, Ryan. And in about 24 hours, he was better. The best home medicine for you to start out with is garlic. It's an amazing natural antibiotic, and I can show you how to use garlic to handle ear infections, sore throats, colds, and flus. As a way for you to get to know a little bit more about me and the Grow Network, I've written up an easy introduction on how to use garlic. It's at gcnwellness.com. Now, the station manager told me that I needed to say the URL at least twice, even though it feels kind of weird. But if you're interested in backyard self-reliance, you are one of us. Go to www.gcnwellness.com and let's connect up. This is Dan Pilla. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX that's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. 
We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. Yes, we're being taken over by E.T. right now. E.T. is here. And he's on the X-Files. Chris came back, huh? <laughs> oh, well. We're persisting here trying to look at the possible intelligence-related connections of earlier on with Luis Elizondo, the so-called whistleblower, then looking at the various projects to set up networks of UFO detectors and what's going to happen there. I kind of think, though, that any time the way this works... Anytime you get those things up there, the UFOs will be elsewhere. If they're smart. They'll trick us. But, you know, as I was thinking here, it has nothing to do with anything. But I was looking at the announcement for this Contact in the Desert event, which has some of the wackiest speakers on the planet. And I was thinking here, what if E.T. is playing this game? They're kind of like extraterrestrial versions of Jim Mosley and Gray Barker. So they contact these channelers and feed them a bunch of nonsense. And they're just laughing at these people taking them seriously. Oh, that's like, for instance, I'm talking about the perception management operation where they're running doubles. Instead of it being a government agency, it could be the ETs themselves. Sure, why not? In this case here, we have people who claim to channel ET or beings who claim to be star people. And what is it? What are they in touch with? Are they just making it up? Are they just crazy? Or are they in touch with something? Now, just to give you an example, the reason I was thinking of this, I was reading the subject matter or the focus of Contact in the Desert. Adventure into the science of UFOs and extraterrestrial life, ancient aliens, human origins, crop circles, government disclosure, UFO sightings, interstellar living oh yeah interstellar living when you're talking about things like contact in the desert and things like that that's vaudeville okay that doesn't mean you're not going to have good uh, speakers or you know some people you know there but it's really vaudeville when you're getting into it particularly when you get into the contact e-culture i mean we've seen so much more goofiness out of that culture, you know, than we've seen really anything that would come anywhere near legit. So it's ripe for one of a few possibilities. Number one, the intelligence agencies, you know, could go to one of these, um, I call it the screw age, um, you know, one of these new age folks and say, yes, we are from Venus and they'll believe it. They'll love it. They'll eat it up. Or you could even have Theoretically, I guess hypothetically, you know, we're real ET, you know, come to one of those people and, and mess with them. Or in a lot of cases, I think they're just making the crap up themselves. I'm really, really skeptical of the so-called contactee culture because of all the nonsense. So I, I look at that as vaudeville. Well, I kind of think, especially in the 50s, we may have had intelligence connections. But I'll give you quickly the list of speakers, and these are people who that Alejandro would probably never consider. Some of these people he's had on, others he wouldn't. So, of course, we have George Nori, Giorgio Sukalos, David Wilcock. Sukalos. 
Sukalos, you see, I don't know anything about Greek pronunciations. David Wilcock, Corey Good, Eric Von Daniken, Linda Howe, Nick Pope. Why is he there? He seems so... Well, it's like I said, you, you have legitimate people at these events, but that what happens is um, you have knuckleheads like Corey Good in the mix. And uh, unfortunately, that kind of in some people's minds legitimizes the knuckleheads. And that's what, you know, they hope to do. Well, let's just see who else is there. Michael Sala, Paul Stonehill, <laughs> Mike Barra, Richard Dolan. Now, I've had my concerns about Dolan. Why? Why? Yeah. I don't know. I think he's been focusing more on selling books than doing research and giving lectures. That's all. I wouldn't say I would have I've concerns with him in particular. I just am not as interested in some of the roads he's been going down lately as I was when he was doing the historical stuff. But then again, that might make me boring. But I, I guess that's how I, I don't know. I'm with it. you, Alejandro, on uh, the false flag thing. I, that that to me is not such a, a, a psyche gripping uh, subject as it is for some people. I'm kind of boring with you on that, where Dolan's recent stuff is. I know that's the new book he's working on. but The last book that he did was March of last year, UFOs and Disclosure in the Trump Era. But it's only a short book, like 85 pages. And then another one released in 2016, The Secret Space Program and Breakaway Civilizations. Uh, I, look, my my most recent appreciation of Dolan is, by golly, like, for instance, you can see it on video when he was at the MUFON thing. And, you know, he just kind of spoke honestly about, in that particular case, some of the people that were sitting right there at the table with him. You know, it needed to be said that, you know, a lot of that stuff, you know, being peddled is nonsense and garbage. And um, I really appreciated that because it just really needed to be said. The, the for, No matter what you think about it, okay, personally, the secret space program breakaway civilization field, so to speak, was actually headed in a good scholarly down-to-earth, no pun intended, uh, direction. And along comes the carnival. Along comes Wilcock and Good pushing themselves onto the, you know, the stage that was available to this, just pushing themselves. And along comes this nonsense about time-traveling space commando guys. And uh, there's a lot of people out there that love that stuff. And it kind of derailed um, it, it certainly grabbed the spotlight away from the researchers that are a little more serious about this. Um, it certainly grabbed that spotlight, and it really derailed um, the direction, as you know, particularly as far as public interest in secret space program. You know, now, uh, you know, you got some big voices that if they talk about secret space program, it's these bozos that, in my opinion, are making this crap up. Um, and so I appreciated that Dolan, you know, ex- expressed, you know, you guys are coming out with these stories and that's all they are. You have nothing to offer, but your testimony. And then when they get somebody else to back up their testimony, it's one of their buddies. Okay. It's another clown in the circus saying that, Oh yeah, that clown, I'll back him up. And, um, you know, it needed to be said, um, so I totally agree that's with where that. I'm at. 
Yeah, I I totally agree with that. Um, we are going to have T. L. Keller, who was an aerospace engineer his whole career, and he's going to touch on that topic. But he is uh, going to do it from an uh, you know an educated manner. I mean, he worked in the aerospace industry, so I think it should be interesting. He is friends with Jan Harzan, uh, of course, the, the director for MUFON, who is largely responsible for uh, that group of speakers uh, that they had at the last conference. We'll explore more about Secret Space Program. Walter Jean Alejandro, you're in. The pair of Schrodinger's cats. How's that? You are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Anytime, any place, anywhere, radio remains the most intimate of all forms of media. At home, at work, in the car, on smartphones. Over 90% of consumers still listen to radio every week. That makes choosing radio as a place to advertise your business one of the best decisions you can make. Email advertise at GCNlive.com and partner up with an experienced GCN representative. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. The answer to being in control of your own health care is freedom from insurance. Become part of a group of self-pay patients that come together to share in each other's medical expenses. Individual share amounts begin at $107 a month and $347 for families. Choose from three health sharing programs. Holistic treatments may be eligible for sharing. See guidelines. Discount programs available for dental, vision, and pharmacy. Go to libertyoncall.org. That's libertyoncall.org. Warning, if you're drowning in debt you can't afford, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to pay it all back, because you don't. What the credit card companies don't want you to know is that there's actually a way to get debt-free without paying off your entire debt or going bankrupt. If you have $5,000 or more in credit card debt, you now have the right to let us settle that debt for a fraction of what you owe. For free information, call Credit Associates now. 1-800-959-5759. We'll even show you how much money you could save. If you can't afford to pay off all your debt, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to. Call Credit Associates now for free information on how to get debt-free faster than you ever thought possible without debt consolidation or bankruptcy. We depend on your success and offer a guarantee, so there's no risk. For free information, call now. 1-800-959-5759. That's 1-800-959-5759. 1-800-959-5759. Here's a special message for those of you who owe the IRS at least 10000 or more in back taxes. The IRS has special programs in place that could eliminate or reduce your tax debt by thousands of dollars. Call the Federal Tax Management Helpline that has been set up for you. 800. 800- 503-8625. Stop the wage garnishments, levies, and tax liens now. Once you've qualified and enrolled, the IRS will stop all the collection activities against you. These unique programs have been allocated to help the economy and significantly reduce or eliminate your tax burden. The IRS is currently accepting reduced settlements and other favorable programs. You may qualify for substantial savings, so get the help you need. If you owe more than 10000 in taxes, call for free information and to see if you qualify. Take down the number now for the Federal Tax Management Hotline, 800-503-8625. That's 800-503-8625. 800-503-8625. 
What would your life be like if you woke up each morning with new vitality, feeling better than you have in years, and you noticed a difference in your sleeping patterns, blood sugar levels, and had a sense of well-being overall? There's something that is changing thousands of people's lives, and you could be one of them. It's called Heart and Body Extract. Sharon Harris, co-creator of Heart and Body Extract, talks about the positive effects of Heart and Body Extract. What happens with the formula Heart and Body Extract is it's giving the body the necessary vitamins, minerals, amino acids, enzymes, and phytonutrients so so the body will heal itself. And yes, the body does have the ability to balance blood pressure, balance cholesterol, clean and unclog the arteries. It can also work on uh, balancing the circulation for diabetics. So the body is an amazing thing. It simply needs some help so it has the tools to heal itself. Heart and Body Extract gets results. To order your two-month supply, call now, toll-free at 866-295-5305. Order online at hbextract.com. This is Robert Hastings, author of UFOs and Nukes, and you're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. I like that. Yes, that's good. That's certainly an original one right there. The people at the network are just going to freak out, but that's okay. We've got to have fun with the people at the network. You know, they asked us the other day, a couple of stations want to pick up the Paracast, and they said, are we evergreen? And I said, what's that? Evergreen means that there's nothing on the show to tie it specifically into a date, except in a very rough way. So we don't say go Tuesday to this event because somebody might run the show on Friday. So that thing seems out of date. Yeah. So we'll try to be more evergreen. How's that? But we'll warn people about the IUFOC far enough in advance for you to prepare it, even if you listen to the show a week later. How's that work out? All right. Secret space program. Forgetting the nonsense. What are the facts, Walter Bosley? Uh, That's what we're trying to figure out. (laughs) That's really what we're trying to dig out. There are indicators that there is one. There is definitely, there is definitely an historical context to argue for the hypothesis. But um, those of us, guys like us three and, you know, gals and, and, you know, us people on the outside of it that are trying to, you know, figure it out, we can't say for sure, you know. Some of us are more confident than others, but it's definitely an elephant that's in the room and and absolutely is a legitimate point to be considered within the greater UFO mystery research field. But it needs to stay rooted in, you know, serious nuts and bolts and in the and, and in the good case of the work of Catherine Austin Fitz, not just the nuts and bolts, the accounting books. Okay, um, you know, follow the money. That's where SSP research needs to focus. This, again, going back to, we mentioned it before, this crap of, you know, these blue avians come pick me up in a bubble and take me up to their, uh, you know, their space station. Uh, That's all new age cultism. That stuff has no business being on the same stage with serious researchers. And, And I think serious researchers need to start rejecting I know everybody needs to make a buck. Believe me, I I do too. But I I think serious researchers need to start rejecting 
these events. Um, my understanding is, is that at the MUFON thing, I could be wrong, that a lot of those guys had no idea who, you know, what would be happening the next day, and they probably had already committed. Um, but I think from here on out, I think serious researchers ought to just say, no, if Corey Good and Basiago and Sala and, and you know, Tompkins is gone now, if guys like that are going to be speaking on the same stage, I'm not interested. No, thank you. They need to put their foot down if they want to be continue to have SSP research taken seriously. Yeah, that's what I've done. I'm not speaking at Contact in the Desert anymore. Uh, they had me a couple of years uh, because I agree with you. There are charlatans, and we certainly, uh, at least, you know, and I am i don't own the, the UFO Congress, nor have I ever, but I do have influence on, on who speaks at, at somewhat. Um, and, and it is more of a populist thing to try to represent the field as a whole, but what I'm always completely against, of course, is, is anybody who I believe is lying or we know is lying. And I agree with you there uh, that, that that's a huge problem. We can't let that be okay. And, you know, luckily it came to light, you know, Jaime's Musan's antics. And so uh, the owner of the, the Congress who owned it last then said, okay, we're not going to have him come back anymore. And I was thankful because I had been telling him, look, we've caught him. Uh, being dishonest many times, we can't promote that, or or and so finally he got convinced, especially after Roswell slides thing, and and then he was never invited back. But uh, yeah, if, if we want to be taken seriously, and you know, I've thought in the past originally when I was uh, started to seriously consider maybe we are being visited, it would make sense that perhaps if, if there is an ability for people to have some sort of psychic connection, that perhaps people are getting messages or, or having some sort of conversations. It's possible. But, you know, when you do the research, and this is what's really weird, especially when you talk about cognitive dissonance, is that these people are listening to a lecture of this guy talking to the blue avians. The next lecture is this guy talking to so-and-so, this guy talking or a person talking to so-and-so. And they're all saying something completely different. Yet mm -hmm. the attendees will go, oh, my God, isn't it amazing that this person said this and that person said this? And it's like, yeah, but right. this person said, I'm the only one talking to the aliens. Everybody else is wrong. And so did the next person. <laughs> but you believe them yeah. all. You can't do that. That that doesn't work. That is the definition exactly. of cognitive dissonance. And, well, like, and the, oh, first time uh, you hear, the first time you hear. And, and again, Corey Good does this, where he's the official ambassador of the Blue Avians, and anybody yeah. else who's, you know, claiming, uh, unless he's unless he knows that they're legitimate, they're not legitimate. Well, that right there, he, he's moving towards cult leader, okay? And uh, anybody who does that kind of stuff, it's, I'm the real deal, this guy is not. Now, they've started doing this little thing where they, they're, they're forming their little buddy circle, and they're... But like I said before, all the clowns are backing each other up, you know, in the same circus. And that's kind of what we saw at the, the MUFON secret space program event was, you know, everybody else at that table except, you know, Dolan. They're kind of corroborating and, and backing each other up to, to various degrees. And so that is a tactic that they're trying but they're vying for that spotlight. It, no matter how much they cooperate, 
you know, to put up a front to the resistance to their nonsense between themselves. They, each one of them wants to be a star or the star. And, um, that's what's going on there. And again, what is this? It's distracting from the actual, you know, serious research aspects of it. And it taints the actual research. Now, honestly, um, you bring up SSP to people and because they've been exposed to the, you know, this, this blue avian Corey good nonsense and all this, you know, these time jumper guys, Bassiago and, and the, the stand, the stuff Tompkins and all of them Sala were saying now it, it gets painted with the same brush, you know, mm-hmm. the, the SSP thing. Um, well, you know, and that's really unfortunate, but that might've been the plan. Well, a plan, but it's also, I think, partially human nature. Uh, it was kind of, I did mm-hmm. my, my lecture at the last conference was about UFO religions. And the first part was about religions and how they're influenced. But the second part is about these new religions that are springing up. But my point was that, you know, a lot of this is, is an, a religious experience for people. Some people get set on a worldview and they just want that enforced. They don't care otherwise. That's how they want to feel. That's how they want to view the world. And that's how a lot of these attendees are. It's more of a religious experience than a really Absolutely. reality of life sort of experience. And and so people like us get really frustrated with these people. But I, I guess it's something that we have to identify that, that um, there's a difference between research and the religious experience. And just like in life. The religious experience often has a lot more followers, a lot of more devotees who are very into that, and they're going to spend more time and resource on that uh, end of things. Because it's easier. It is easier to believe than to find out and know for sure. Mm -hmm. Yep. There is that to say. But how does the individual find evidence of a secret space program? How far you would- have to there and and just start digging and reading and looking for yourself. You you really do. I'm going to ask you in our final segment, Walter Bosley, how far you think we've gone with the secret space program in perfecting space travel. Are we using alien technology? Okay. What's going on there? We'll get to that in a moment. And also, Alejandro will talk to us about his upcoming event in Arizona with Gene, Alejandro, and Walter. You're in The Bearcast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. As you know, neighbors, web hosting can be pretty cheap, but not all hosting is the same. DreamHost wins best of awards year after year. You get unlimited disk space, unlimited bandwidth, and even the low-cost plans put your sites on high-performance SSDs. Want to know more about what DreamHost has to offer? Go to technightowl.com host. Once again, that's technightowl.com host.
First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Hear that? That's the sound of a house being trashed while a gang of thieves ransack the place. And what they don't steal will be destroyed. This year, resolve not to be the next victim of a break-in. Go to faketv.com and discover a device that creates the illusion someone inside is watching TV, even when you're miles away. Security is a mindset, and fake TV should be part of your security solution. Be vigilant, but not fearful. Faketv.com. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. I'm here to tell you about GCNTelecare.com, a team of board-certified doctors assisting you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. Within 15 minutes of registration, care your family can afford. Revolutionizing the healthcare industry, virtual consulting, providing diagnosis of non-emergency medical issues by phone or secure video on computer or smart mobile devices. GCNTelecare.com, virtual care anywhere. Hear that? That's the sound of a house being trashed while a gang of thieves ransack the place. And what they don't steal will be destroyed. This year, resolve not to be the next victim of a break-in. Go to faketv.com and discover a device that creates the illusion someone inside is watching TV, even when you're miles away. Security is a mindset, and fake TV should be part of your security solution. Be vigilant, but not fearful. Faketv.com. We all know that Berkey Water Purification Systems are the most trusted name in water filtration. As an authorized Berkey dealer for over six years and serving thousands of satisfied customers, the Berkey Guy offers amazing specials for Berkey Water Filtration Systems. The Berkey Light Systems include a set of self-sterilizing and recleanable black purification elements that purify water by removing chlorine, pathogenic bacteria, cysts and parasites to non-detectable levels and remove harmful chemicals such as herbicides and pesticides. Order the Berkey Light system today complete with two black Berkey elements for only $231 and the Berkey guy will ship your order free of charge. With the purchase of a Berkey light, the Berkey guy is also offering a set of fluoride and arsenic filters for only $39.99. That's over 30% off the retail price. Call the Berkey guy at 1-877-886-3653. That's 1-877-886-3653. Or order online at goberkey.com. That's goberkey.com today. Bad theater seats, cheap Halloween masks, my apartment, all things with obstructed views. Add to these large trucks and buses. 18-wheelers and large buses have big blind spots, and like my apartment, they don't always have the best view. Bus and truck drivers deal with blind spots around the entire vehicle. Always take care not to ride alongside or too close behind them. Our roads, our responsibility. Learn more at sharetheroadsafely.gov. Hi, this is Joshua P. Warren, author of The Poor Man's Paranormal, and you're listening to The Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio.
So Walter Bosley, assuming there is some kind of secret space program beyond just launching spy satellites, of course, where do you think it's taken us? Okay, here's what I think. This is just my personal speculation on where I think it's at. I think that they have some type of propulsion system that we often call exotic. I think they've, you know, uh, call it anti, call it whatever. Um, I think they do have some type of propulsion system that is different from rocketry. I do not see it as some Starfleet type of endeavor out there yet. Um, Honestly, I think that any kind of interplanetary ships we have, in my opinion, would be akin to a, you know, a, a submarine, a modern submarine. You know, it'd be relatively you know, I, when I say relatively, compare it to the Starship Enterprise and these things people envision, you know, it, it would be essentially a submarine in space. And I think we have put, again, I think, I speculate, I hypothesize, I think we've put boots on the ground on Mars. I don't think we ever really left the moon. But as far as it being some advanced Mondo Starship Enterprise Starfleet type of thing, no, 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 no. I mean, it, it's not that far. That's what I think about that. So we don't have a special command center at Cheyenne Mountain Air Force Station near Colorado Springs as they do in Stargate. A Stargate-like thing. Um, Thinking of the TV show, it. of course, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that. I, well, see, now you're getting into, that's another discussion, the whole thing about interdimension and, and portals and stuff like that. When you say SSP to me, you know, I'm addressing the, a manned space program. Okay, and basically what I think is that the space program, the man program, the secret military one developed parallel to what NASA did publicly, but a little bit ahead, you know, and and drew a little bit farther ahead with each year, but nothing drastically ahead. The man space program thing, just what I described before. Now, I don't know what they would have as far as what they're playing with interdimensionally, but um, I'm going to say no because I understand the context of your question and what you're asking because, you know, I don't believe we have, like, these jump rooms that Mr. Time Traveling Space Commando guy claims. I just don't think that. Whatever they're doing with portals, I think, is still in fairly early stages. I could be wrong. It would be nice, though. I think it'd be a lot better just to walk into something and be on another planet than have to go and spend days or years to get there. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Well, and we don't know. It could just be these interplanetary craft I'm talking about. Remember, these other propulsion systems, they could be from here to Mars in just a matter of weeks or um, days, depending upon how advanced they are. If they're that advanced... Shouldn't we see more of that technology filtering into our public space program? Uh, yes and no. Remember, remember, you said humans are creatures of habit and stuff, right? I mean, our public space program, by using rockets and doing the, the you know, the, the tiddlywink stuff we do in orbit, you know, with the shuttle, you know, that employs people. It satisfies uh, certain technological um, objectives, particularly with, you know, like developing. I, I think the reason we publicly focus on, you know, what like what NASA does with the, the shuttle stuff is because it serves scientific and uh, pretty soon industrial objectives that are, are, are fine. 
but it's a separate thing from what the secret space program's objectives are, and part of a secret space program objective would be, you know, that military thing where you want to keep that upper hand, or maybe there is a threat that the public doesn't know about that they've got to come up to a certain level because of all the secrecy. That's why some of that doesn't trickle into, you know, what NASA does. As far as we know, there could be some trickling that, you know, because remember, NASA is a defense organization. I mean, we all know that. That's in the paperwork. There are aspects of NASA that do remain classified. So as far as we know, we're not seeing much trickling, but there could be more than we realize. Well, I think that and NASA is going to be the last people to get it just because they are a public organization but the, the people who would get it and would vie for it is is the public sector because these uh remember all these craft are being built by defense contractors the big guys the sure. boeings and the lockheed martins and all of these guys and if they could see a way to make gobs of money then they are going to mm-hmm. lobby to be able to use that technology oh, yeah. to make that money and so i think that's another uh, aspect that i think that we would see these in the private sector just for so these companies can make money, profits. That's why I say that secret space program, the idea of which I'm obviously a strong advocate for, I've written about this, I stand by it, that, but that's why I say it's not quite as advanced as people think. Because you're mm-hmm. absolutely right. It, it, we would see more of it, and they would lobby to say, hey, let us... You know, instead of these these darn you know seven sixty sevens or seven seven whatever you know M ten one eleven thirteen four zero X you know instead <laughs> of you know the normal aircraft we're using, l- let us start you know getting people from Los Angeles to Paris in two hours. You're right. You know that they, they would be doing stuff like that, but uh, that's why I say that you know there is an SSP. I stand by that. Uh, and but uh, but that's why I say it's not quite as advanced as people would like it to be. Alejandro Rojas, tell our listeners about your upcoming conference. Well, thank you. Uh, first of all, this has been a great discussion. Thanks for having me as a guest on here. It was a lot of fun. But the conference is is going to be really cool. Like I said, we were. Uh, I've been really happy to be speaking with him, uh, Lou Elizondo. He's an amazing, he's a great guy and he's so open and he was so looking forward to coming to the conference and meeting people and talking to people. And unfortunately, you know, uh, he's not going to be able to make it, but he's still really excited to address the group. And he thinks very, very highly, at least he claims to think very, very highly of UFO researchers and they've been a big inspiration for him. So, uh, he's going to be sharing, uh, some of that. So that's going to be really cool on Saturday. Definitely come to see that. We've got, uh, other really exciting things you can check out at ufocongress.com, but we're wrapping it up. It's, 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 uh, almost ready to go. This is going to be in February, February 14th to the 18th in the Phoenix Metro area. And uh, it's five days. It's a lot of fun. It's less expensive than, let's say, a MUFON conference, but more than twice as long and twice as many speakers. Walter Vosley, if we want to know more about the things you're up to, where do we check it out? Well, my books are available print-on-demand only at lulu.com. That's L-U-L-U.com. I do have a YouTube channel, the Walter Bosley channel, and there's going to be more vids this year. I get one out about every couple of weeks in the past. 
I'm out there. I'm at empirethewheel.blogspot.com also. We'll look at it, and we'll have links to both the conference and also to Walter's site on the Powercast. You can check us out on Twitter, which we use occasionally. Look for the Powercast. You know, I can't tweet and have 400 million people see it like some people can, but that could be a curse as much as a benefit. We have two Facebook, believe it or not, two Facebook communities or channels or whatever, official Powercast fan club. One community, one group. That's how it works. We also have our second radio show after the Powercast, which can be the wrap-up show, special interviews like the one we did long time back, not that long, with Monty Shriver, who lived in Aztec, New Mexico in 1948, around that time, asked his friends at a class reunion, do you remember a Anything happening in 1948? They all said, no, nothing happened. That's the kind of interviews we do, really special things. It's available if you subscribe to the Powercast Plus. Go to plus.thepowercast.com. That's plus.thepowercast.com. You also get a version of this show free of the network ads in response to the people on iTunes and YouTube who say, too many commercials. We have the solution for you for a modest fee. Plus that, thepowercast.com. Our guest co-host, Alejandro Rojas, thank you for joining us. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Walter Bosley, thank you for being a fountain of information as always. A fountain of something. Thanks for having me on. I always appreciate coming on and talking with you guys. The Paracast, featuring Gene Steinberg and Christopher O'Brien, is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. Tune in next week for a new adventure in The Paracast.